Nestorious Public Radio Show, live Thursday nights from 9 to 10 p.m. here on SkidRowStudios.com. Write this number down, 1-800-893-9562. I'm your host, Nestor Rodriguez, a.k.a. Nestorious. We have a crazy-ass show today. We got my man, Rich Corbin. What's up? And we got a couple of, uh, 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 ro- couple of cats I know from the Rogue Gallery. We got my man, Jeffrey Peterson. The 420 comic is now in Los Angeles. The 420 comic is in effect. Fact, fact, fact. And right next to him, we got this other motherfucker from Boston. And we uh, he got a lot of names, but he's really known as the, the king of pot. How you doing? I'm in L.A. Yo, I don't believe it, man. What's I'm up, in y'all? fucking L.A. You're in fucking L.A. But I don't park the car down here anymore. No, no, no. You walk. Yeah, I walk. You walk. Yeah. It's fucking dark in this motherfucker, <laughs> and this guy got shades on. I ha- I always wear my shades. Always. Everybody knows. I want to say hello to the East Coast. King of Pop made it to L.A. We're with the 420 comic filming our epic documentary of the marijuana epic center of the capital of the <laughs> world. Epicenter. Yeah. Epicenter. Epicenter. man the king of pop is none other than my negro the white brother from another dag wood that's right. funny my lawyer right now <laughs> what's up homie hey yo right off the well first of all first of all um um it's gonna be a crazy ass show that's right we're gonna have a crazy ass show today we're gonna have the uh, di- difficult uh topics to discuss but we're gonna still attack them we're gonna kick it live on the Detroit tip, we're going to try to cover the 1943 riots, the 1967 riots, the uh, the present-day demise, the mayor being incarcerated, shit sludge that's being dumped on the Detroit River from Canada. We're going to talk about uh, a bunch of shit. We have an interview from my man John Crash Matos, uh, uh, graffiti artist, uh, uh, prolific uh, extraordinaire. And we got a lot more shit to deal with, man. We're going to talk, we're going to talk, we kick it. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, oh, I should, I should have said, I should have said, yo, it's hemp, motherfucking con. Fuck yeah! Big up. It was so hot in Burbank today. How hot was it? How was it, man? It was so hot. I paid a hooker to blow on me. Thank you very much. that wild? No, no, no. Big up for hookers. Big up for hookers. Because hookers don't leave hickeys. That's why I love hookers. Right, right. I dig it. I dig it. So before we start off with, uh, I definitely want to talk about you guys. Uh, uh, you know, you guys, you, you guys are new on the show. Welcome, uh, KOP. Thank you. Welcome, KOP, to, 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 to L.A. City. You know what I'm saying? Boston is one of my, you know, one of my favorite little enclaves on the East Coast. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I want to talk about uh, Dagwood. Uh, Dagwood has been, we've been trying to get this together for a while because you, yeah, you were going to be one of my co-hosts 
earlier on, and we started the Notorious Public Radio show, uh, I don't know, like maybe seven weeks ago, some shit like that, six weeks ago. Anyway, you were supposed to come through a couple of weeks ago. A couple ago, weeks ago. Couple, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, yeah. and we were ready for, ready to roll. I was waiting for you up at the North Hollywood train station, and... and, and uh, and uh, what and 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 what and what was uh well I mean what, what happened I was waiting for the uh, crazy shit happened you kick it okay well I'm a cop magnet okay let's just get real about it I you'd have to see me hold it hold it hold it hold it he's a cop magnet I have to preface his story by saying the motherfucker looks like a white supremacist with a fucking <laughs> with, with, with with fucking a mustache marijuana tattoos on his neck like he killed like eighty fucking fields of marijuana like he's a triple murderer of the marijuana plant so and this motherfucker got stories up the ass go ahead this was my role model by the way <laughs> yeah 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 that's Jeffrey's brother by the way so I'm minding my beeswax, you know, I'm on my bicycle. I'm a bike rider because I'm eco-friendly. I right? believe him, too. Okay, I'm seriously. And I get pulled over randomly like I always do. If I drive by a cop, I mean, they see me, there, oh, okay, whatever. You know, they ask me the question every time they pull me over, are you on parole? No, thank God right now I'm not on parole. You know, so they're not supposed to have the right to search me. I thought they would, they would ask you, are you, are you, are you a white supremacist? <laughs> no, they don't, they don't ask you that. They assume he's, that he's one. He's a pot supremacist. Yeah, I'm a pot okay. uh, well, So are you on parole? Yeah, Isn't not, that a fucking stereotype? I mean, because yes. if I am, they get to search me and search Profiling. everything I have got like, from this point on. It's all and there. you know this because? Because I've been Because you got your shit on lock. I got my shit locked down. Go but, ahead, go ahead, but okay. I don't carry anything illegal on me. I'm not stupid anymore. Right, right. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a young man. Let's no, I try hear to you. take chances. I hear you. So they find a, any kind of reason. Like they, they run in there and they say, oh, you've got a, a warrant for fare evasion for not paying your, your train ticket. Okay, I'm going to have to put you in handcuffs and put you in the back of the car. I'm like, and, and you had a warrant? Uh, for, for fair evasion? For fair evasion, for, for not paying for, a ticket. It's for, like eight years old, you know, wow, six years old. Wow, L.A. is that desperate. But they won't take you in for these warrants. They won't arrest you. They'll tell you that you got a warrant, right. but they won't arrest and you. And they handcuff you. They handcuffed you and detained you. Yeah, and, and put me in the back of the car, which is smaller than hell. My knees are up on my chest, you know what I mean? How tall are you, Dagwood? 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four. okay. You know, so as I sit here and watch these guys rifle through everything I own, you know, <laughs> that's in my backpack, I mean, and spread it all out over the car and looking at everything, pulling everything up, opening the cameras, looking at the pictures, and then you see the startled look on their face. Whoa, hey, well, okay, well, that's not illegal, though, dude, you know? I mean, maybe hot, but it's not illegal. And... After you know, they found they found the marijuana on you. Oh, they always find the marijuana money. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but it wasn't illegal. It's not illegal. Not illegal. No, I, you don't always find the marijuana on you, but I they do. do. <laughs> see, see, I'm I, finding that. The man. problem I have with all this is that when out. I was a kid, you you know, part of getting high was the adrenaline you got yeah. because you had to hide and run oh, from yeah. the cops. You motherfuckers, now you just, just smoke openly, you hang yeah. out. Yeah. It's like a pussified version of getting high. You know, part of getting high. Well, we we don't like to call. Pussified, okay. We look, it, it helps us get more pussy because we got it. Okay, so you know, yes, they find my pot and they start to say, Oh, you know, what's this? I'm like, It's marijuana. I got my medical card, I got my script, everything's in line. So they always have to give it back to me. Then they always try to pull some crap, like, Well, you got a, kind of a lot of weed here, man. And I'm like, Okay, your point. Uh, well, what is this for uh, sales or distribution? Because I'm not finding any smoking utensils, and I'm like. What the hell does that have to do with it? Because I've got like under an ounce still, but I don't have a pipe or rolling papers on me. So now all of a sudden it's for sale. Yeah. 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 Oh, you had groceries. You're coming back from the store, you know? Yeah, right. Hold on. You had under an ounce? <laughs> yeah, under an ounce. Like, what does that mean? That means, uh, I mean, like an you ounce? can get fucking the whole of Van Nuys high. 
Because <laughs> you're fucking. Because you're fucking. No, no, no. Because the shit, the shit you guys smoke is like. It's like dangerous. I don't get high. No. I don't get high. We smoke the fire. Yo, I don't get high. We smoke the ganja no, fire. You got to. I walk around within fucking three miles radius of Jeffrey, and I smell the fucking. You get the, the residue. If that Kush yeah. Cologne wears. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. So go ahead. So you know. So you text me at some I, point. I text you, and I'm like, uh, I'm. Uh, Yo, I just got detained. I'll see you in a little while. I'm gonna take yeah. my bike. Yeah, I'm gonna take my take my bike there. I'm gonna jump on that train. So I, I get uh, on this uh, in this taxi. You know, I eventually get the taxi, and the taxi <laughs> the taxi gets in an accident on the way to the train station because he was high. I'm like, because <laughs> he was high. Just my luck. No, because he was high. Motherfucker was smoking the you shit you gave him. You don't pass the joint forward to the driver. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he's just sitting there and he rear ends somebody from behind. I'm like, oh, dude, this is this is not helping me here, man. I'm supposed to be downtown by a certain time. And I mean, I got a deadline. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it, man. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to hang myself right here. You but. think? Yeah. <laughs> well, but this has been crazy because, I mean, I've been, I'm not going to say I'm a criminal, but I've been. You, 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 you've had your fair share of handcuffs. I've been on the dark side. And of, you've been of, read your rights a few times. Um, many times. And you've done, I've and done you've time. eaten like fucking thick cut cheese and cell block D, right? Yeah, for sure. I hear you, for man. Sure. I, I, can, I can make a, I a mean uh, sweet and sour pork out of prison food. I'll out of fucking it. underwear. Uh, yeah. Amazing. You can make a mean oh. sweet and sour pork out of fucking through the loops. <laughs> yeah. oh. Yo. Just so you guys know, I am going to be uh, discussing Pruno, which is prune, the origin of Pruno is prune wine that's made inside of uh, correctional facilities all across America. I'm not going to discuss this today, but I am a little fascinated by that whole thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking about uh, doing a business venture in, in which uh, I wanna, I'm trying to approach, and Jeffrey, you might help with this, uh, a couple of liquor distributors because it's all about gimmick and marketing. You know, Pruno vodka, right. Pruno gin. Pruno wine, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I spend my time with felons and people that party with uh, alcohol made out of prunes. No, you just put you. you <laughs> no, because no, because they got they got made out of prunes. That's no, they got crip. They got crip pruno. They got white supremacist pruno. They got all sorts of shit. Yeah. In, in short, they make it with fucking uh, Heinz fruit salad. No, what they make it with is they need uh, a pure water, so, a pure source of sugar. Right. Okay, they need a little water. Right. And um, they love to use any kind of fruit, especially a, fruit. Citrus, especially a citrus fruit. Right. Oranges and fucking yeah. uh, 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 Del Monte fucking fruit salad. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. And you put that shit in a plastic baggie and let that shit ferment. But you got, you got to add one thing. That you need a piece of bread to be the yeast to be the kicker. See, that's right. the fucking, that's a white supremacist pruno yeah. right there. <laughs> that's the shit. That's the difference between the black pruno and the white pruno. And the white pruno is fermented. The shit is, has oh. a, little, a little bit more finesse. <laughs> That's the whole point of it. You know? I got you. I got yeah. you. If you're going to do it right and get busted, you might as well do yeah, it right. You got to put it out there. Anyway, we're going we're gonna to talk about that another time. I just I just thought I'd mention that because we're on the jail tip. Anyway, so you're here now. I'm home good memories. You're f- yeah. Dude, I know all about <laughs> the Puno. You're here now. Um, everything. Big up. Big up, Dogwood, man. They let you go, brother. Again. All right. So, um, um, yeah, so it's HempCon, guys. You yeah. guys are here. God bless America. This is, uh, Talk to me about hemp. HempCon. I feel, like a, I feel like a Vietnam vet. This is my eighth uh, HempCon that I've performed at. What's HempCon? Forget HempCon. performing. What is that shit? What is that shit? It's mm-hmm. a... It's a trade show. 
for the marijuana industry. What's the fucking trace show? I mean, that's marijuana. You okay. smoke it, that's uh, it. What else is there? Well, it's there's a lot of accessories nowadays that go with smoking. Like what? Pot. Brain cells? Like oh. you can get fucking supplementary <laughs> brain cell <laughs> fucking we've injections? Made it, we've made it very complicated. Now, you have to be a certified welder just to get high. I mean, because there's torches yeah. involved. There's fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, you... You you introduce yourself as the 420 comic. You're a comedian. We know each other as comedians. And and the other thing I want to say is uh, I always fail to do this, but I want to give up. Big up, big up to the breaks. Big up to the breaks on uh, on Kevin Smith's Smodcast Station where Jeffrey and I kick it live Monday nights with Jam Master James. Big up, big up, Jam Master James. You pot smoking motherfucker. All right. I have to do that. I have to get that. I always forget to give props to James, man. Yeah. James is James is my pod father. You know yes, what I mean? James James, James uh, put me on the map with this shit. Anyway, this is, um, this is one of my biggest supporters. Yeah, yeah, James, James, James. Yeah. and my pod part, podcast yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, we all love James. James is yep. a sweetheart. We're gonna have him here. Uh, do a call. But, but Hempcon, Hempcon is gonna be cool this year because M uh, or Hemp, 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 Hempcon. Uh -huh. Hempcon is uh, you know it, there's there's gonna be people you know selling like apparel and selling you know glass and different accessories and stuff anything related to cannabis and and weed. The other thing is. The Hempcon took out a little bit of money this year, like they did in 2010 when they got Ziggy Marley and Fishbone. Mm -hmm. This year they're stepping it up. They got Red Man tomorrow night, and they got President Clinton. They got also <laughs> coming down, right? Excuse me, I did not inhale, but I did sleep with that woman, and then we got high after that. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't inhale before I did it. Um, <laughs> Fucking white guy, crazy motherfucker. So you're old school. You like the old school. Uh, EPMD is headlining Saturday. Oh, shit. Yeah. EPMD. Is that right? I'm going to be sharing the stage on with the Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yo, what's up? You got a free ticket? DJ Muggs. Yo, if DJ Muggs? DJ Muggs will be there. There's nah. like 25 DJs. Yeah. Nah. 25 DJs. Yo, yeah. DJ Muggs for y'all uh, not knowing about hip hop. Uh, DJ Muggs is the DJ slash producer of one of my favorite rap groups, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Sampling, sampling Cypress motherfuckers Cypress from, Cypress from Ozzy Osbourne to like yep. all sorts of shit. Yes. Anyway, anyway. So I, I'm, big up, DJ Muggs. Big up. If you don't smoke pot, come out anyways. You'll 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 get high. You know, you'll get high. You'll get you'll get high. You're, you're you're a big you're a big advocate for marijuana, pro marijuana, for the laws of marijuana, yep, and for people's year, rights for twenty, 20 years. Year, right? ad, uh, twenty year activist. Uh, my brother and I in 1991, we had a, a heavy metal band that used to play out here called Night Riot, right. and we were kind of considered like a Christian rock band to some people. Right. And we Night come Riot. Out with, I got it. We come out with a song about about weed. And they were like, what? You guys smoke weed? And we're like, yeah. And they go, aren't you guys Christians? We're like, yeah, we're the kind of Christians that smoke weed. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're born again, get high uh, exactly. fucking Christians. So yeah. uh, I've been doing, for 20 years, I've been trying to, you know, find creative ways in the pop culture to, you know. In the pop. Song. Pop. Yeah, pop culture, yeah. Cheech and Chong are my, like, inspirations. Of course. You know? So from there, you know. Hey, man. I, I just love, uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, and what's cool is, it, it making people laugh uh, about a subject that that you know if any, you've ever seen somebody with cancer or anything like right, you know leukemia right. not funny it does help that. it does right, help right, so. right, right. I, and uh, and and you know a special guest the king of pot 
The king of pot. How are you doing? The king of pot. <laughs> the, the king How of pot. Mike, Mike, Mike D'Angelino from from no, from Mike the Martha. From, Mike, 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 Mike. No, I know, I know his Malta. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike Malta. Mike Malta from from the from the north end. From the north end of Boston. Yeah. Fucking a. So yeah, here, so yeah, here. fucking I'm here, a. I'm here because I I I've got to experience the the Cali. Uh, Movement. I got to see what's the going Cush on here. Movement. Yeah. With, your, with your number one Sherpa. With my number one Sherpa here. The 420. 420. We kind of bonded, him and I. He came How'd up. How'd you guys meet up? Well, I've known him from the social networks through from the MySpace my days. <laughs> yeah. And we kept yeah. in touch. And Big up MySpace, you <laughs> fuck. Big the fuck up. I can come back, I heard. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> He followed no. me, and we, you know, you yeah. have like a kindred spirit together, and uh, we followed and helped each other out, and uh, he came out to my way last year. Right. To do... Uh, to get some cannolis. No. Uh, he, yeah. He came some out to do one of... Lobster. Some pot-filled cannolis. He wanted, he wanted lobster. lobster. Oh, lobster? lobster. Yeah. yeah. Yo, the lobster in New England is amazing, huh? That's right. Oh, it's Yo, my best. family's from New England, New Hampshire. So you, New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. From I, I, you live on the border. I live right on the yeah, border. Yeah, well, I southern New Hampshire. Amherst. Yeah. Amherst, they're yeah. not too far from me. Not yeah, too not far too far from, from you. Yeah. yeah. They're Italians. They migrated up they there migrated. part of time. Yeah, we yeah. like it up there. Yeah, it's, it's nice. We a lot of space. You can make a lot of noises. You can yeah. bury shit. No one starts asking you questions. You know, I got it. We got it. So, so we got to know each other, and uh, he came up to our event. Nothing like an event out here. Right. But it was called Canamania. Canamania. Right. His uh, event. Yeah. So Not I my came, event. It I, was Jim Fowler. I came Jim up, to, I to, Jim came up to, uh, to Augusta, Maine, and to perform at the first cannabis event there. It was awesome. Right. Yeah, Maine was is a lot like Oregon, but uh, just like East Coast. Maine, Oregon. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they party Yeah, a it's a lot like Oregon. A lot of white people in yeah. their crusty. A lot less fat strippers that we catch. Yeah. They party a little Less hotty. You know, they're yeah. in bed by, everything's quiet by 12 30, quarter in to Maine. one. In Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So we got to know each other, came back to my house, and we kind of had kindred spirits you kinda together. <laughs> yeah, we, yep, we, we, we got high. We man. got high. We got a lot high, man, at my house. Yeah. A lot of wine drinking, too. Okay, okay. And that's how it happened. So, so why are you. The why king am I here? Why? No, 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 I know why you're here. Why oh, are right. you the king of pot? Good question. Okay. Oh, you want to know? You yeah. never know. I do. Yeah. I was All right. myself. Do you really want to know? So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I want to know. Do you have a king? You can't come in this motherfucker with the with the the king of pot and not fucking tell us why you're the king of pot. I'll tell you why. A very good friend of mine in the movement, Mark Emery, the prince of pot. Ah, he been doing this. What's his name again? Mark Emery, that's the Prince of Mark. Pot. That's Vancouver. Mark Emery to in, all you non-fucking Bostonians. Uh, incarcerated Canadian. By, uh, Canadian incarcerated by our own government. In by the United States. For selling seeds to the United States. When okay. every other major seed company out in Canada is sending seeds in, they decide in the Bush era that they're going to attack only they him. extradite him. And they extradited him in his own government. Yeah, Shame yeah. on them. Allowed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, sure. all right? that's, that's not news. But, I mean, they do that shit all the but time. But watching his activism for so many years, my mom, special story, got sick. And I saw that marijuana would work for her, but she was too afraid to use it. Right. So she ended up using the medications that finally killed her. So I wanted to come out because I was pissed. So she never used the marijuana? No. Had you hit her in the head with a bag of that shit, she would have got cured. You should have been alive today. That's fucked up. May she rest in peace. What's your mom's name? (laughs) My mom's Vera. Vera? Yeah. Big up, Vera! Big up, you Italian mama! You know what you're doing up there! Big up with the strong bowling and the macaroni! 
Tony and the Red Sauce. So we were sitting at the dining room table one day, and I said, I want to come out as an activist. Right. And someone came up, a best friend of mine back home said, be the king of pot. I said, what? Right. And it started from there and it took off. I got my own website, thekingofplot.com. Right. And I've got koppproductions.com where our radio shows are. KOP Productions is an internet radio show? It's an internet. It's an in, No, it's not just radio. We're a production video company. Okay. That, they're out here. Okay. That, my company's got the one that's filming it. Got it. We also have thekingofplot.com where all my videos reside. There you go. So, so filming, you filming, oh, filming sure. the... Uh, Filming the uh, documentary that you're doing with Jeffrey right. Peters called The Cali Connection, East Meets West, right. kingofplot.com. Right. Just an announcement about it. But all my videos right. are there. Anything for those of you done, guys that are listening live, uh, go to thekingofpot.com uh, and, and check out, uh, you know, the King of Pot, Mike. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Peterson is on the on the on the East Meets West That's thing. That's right. Yep. Big and, shit's gonna happen. And then oh, do yeah. more and more. Go into the uh, make sure you go to my website kopproductions.com, because yeah. that's where our counterculture radio stations are, including yeah. the radio shows yeah, that we. There's gonna on. be a lot of fucking burnt out motherfuckers uh, walking around. Uh, where is this downtown L. A. Downtown yeah. L. A. Convention. L. A. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's a big dude. fucking convention yeah. center. This is it's huge. You know, huge. it's funny. I got banned from the Ice House, America's oldest comedy. Really. Club. Uh, in 2008, really? because I, I brought right. the first pot comedy show ever to the Ice House. And that's where Cheech and Chong, Steve Martin, George Carlin, a bunch of people started. Some history the there. And uh, so the owner, Bob Fisher, said, why don't you take your pot comedy to Hollywood, right, Jeff? Right, 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 right. He I said, remember this. He, he, said, told me he said, don't come back for a while. Well, I just want to say, I'm here at the L.A. Convention Center. Well, I know you, <laughs> so Bob. I took it to Hollywood and beyond. So it's like, you can't stop us, man. No. With it, You can't sweep this under the rug, but it's a... It's a cultural thing. That's yeah. what's where we're at with it. It's like yeah. we we're bringing the we get to make fun of it and and have fun with it as well as you know. Yeah. I, I don't like to and talk too much everybody. about it. like uh, I, I let other and people do the, the educating part. I do the fucking de dissecting it and making fun of it part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, I do I do more the uh, serious it. part and using you, it and showing people that it isn't the demon drug it is. Okay, real quick. So you, you motherfuckers now got a million ways to ingest yes, marijuana, right? You got vapors, yep. vaporizers, you got drops. Mm -hmm. yep. what, what, what else? What else, what else is out there in the marijuana Everything market? edible. Uh, something Lollipops. you can put on your tongue like a strip. Mm -hmm. It's called a can of strip. Like just a breath melt, strip? Yep, just melt on your mm -hmm. tongue. Cannabis. Same idea. And so basically that uh, THC uh, gets out. dissolved yep. into any your... Any kind of hard candy, any uh -huh. kind of like... You know. But again, <laughs> but again isn't, isn't getting high... Uh, the ritual of getting high, smoking a joint or smoking a bong or something like no, that. No, it's a pot of beans. We do that too, but in between going to someone's place, we have to use another device to get high while we're on the way. Got it. <laughs> I, see, I take it a different way, way dude. I, I, I don't naturally get high. Right. I'm being honest with you guys. I, 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 it's just a nature. It's, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. What do you mean you don't naturally get high? Define natural. All right. Let me explain. Everybody thinks getting high, you're all fucked up. Right? I don't know. You're going to smoke in no. front of me now. No. no. Most people that get well, high are very problem, mellow. Dude. They forget shit. They eat a lot. But no, that's but back in the day. I don't. If you eat nine I'm, very, I'm a very yeah. uh, productive person. In fact, I can do things better when I well, smoke. Right. But does that mean I'm high? I don't oh, know. Yes, it does. Oh. We're very highly, highly, high to know you're <laughs> highly motivated. I think it's like a tonic to me. I'm serious. I don't know, man. All I can I'm tell like, you is 
I can I smoke s- forever. I, I stopped stop. getting high like back in 1990, okay? Oh, we got to get you high. Nah. Right. Trust me, I'm high already. <laughs> you can, I see, can me. see it, yeah. yeah I'm high you on fucking... Quickly, they give up. All right. No, no, I, I, no. <laughs> no, I stopped that shit because I stopped... I, st- I used to get paranoid. And, and and I used to <laughs> yeah. I used to get I paranoid. Oh, yeah. One eight hundred. Help us get our brain cells back. One eight hundred eight nine three. Dude. All right, God damn! I just hey, lost a lot man. of brain cells right there. That's true too. No, but I used to forget everything. I used to get paranoid. I said I can't deal with this shit. But, you know, 20-something years later, I still don't remember shit. So it's like, but nowadays, you guys got pot to get your dick up. You got pot to, like, make, make muggers disappear. You got pot to, to decrease to fucking lumps your on your ass. Right. You got pot to fucking help you make a baked ziti. You got all sorts of shit. They've shit. engineered pot as much as they've engineered corn. What yeah. a, I mean, but what are they... You should, see, you should see the strains we have, all the different names. No, I, I've seen fucking pictures, yeah. but, I mean, if you're going to have that much engineering, why don't you engineer, like, you know... A better way to get education in a pill, for instance. Just suck on a fucking educational strip. We're focusing on pot. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying. How about, else is how about getting a bunch of retarded motherfuckers, like in this country, but, and give them a fucking in- intellectual strip? Well, Let them fucking melt it in their okay. mouth. Slazam! Motherfucker knows everything. <laughs> Let me, it would force people Let to me, take LSD. Right. Let yeah, me school cool. you. Okay, yeah, school me. Oh, he's going to school Here's the real deal. Yeah. This whole entire movement, HempCon, would not exist without one guy. His name is Jack Hare. Jack Hare. That's right. Jack Hare was a friend of mine that wrote the book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes. Got it. A best-selling book that exposed the cannabis hemp conspiracy. Right. And how it's really the fabric of our country was Mm -hmm. built on hemp. There was a time in America when if you did not grow hemp, you would be arrested. You'd be arrested. Right, right, right. right. So it's, it's... What's that Cypress Hill song where they have the dude goes... Uh, something about he reads a line from the Bible. He goes, right. he goes, uh, Genesis one sixty nine. God has given all fucking all burning plants to use. To use. To use. All seed bearing plants to use. Yeah, yep. Got it. High. And that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. That's I want to get high. You want to get high? Some people, yeah. some people believe that the that the. Cannab- um, that the uh, oil that Jesus was anointed with had cannabinoids. Cannabinoids, yeah. So, but the but the real on this is, I mean, it's it's part of our history, and uh, you know, it, it's it's literally what could save our planet in a lot of ways. Right. Just by you know, one acre of trees equals four acres. Uh, uh, four acres of trees equals one acre of right. of uh, hemp and paper. Right. I mean, it's got 29% more protein than soy. And now we found out soy ain't so good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, listen, listen. I got you, man. You can smoke it. You can shoot it up. Right. You can fucking shampoo it in your fucking hair. You can blow your nose and have the shit come back in your other nostril. I got you, man. For me, it's not just about getting high with stoner chicks. That's pretty much my objective. But you guys, you guys live the stoner lifestyle. We do. I mean, you do. Your brother does. Just got here from Las Vegas. Right, right. On a bicycle. These guys, these guys are the real deal. Oh, I know they're the real deal. Trust me, I know. This is, this is no joke. This is the real entertainment. Anyway, that's enough with the fucking hemp con and all that shit. I hope you guys have a great Mm -hmm. fucking time. 
I hope that uh, L.A. treats you right, K.O.P. Thank you, my man. And thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, you're Appreciate here, man. It. You come anytime you want. Um, uh, Jeff Blue flies direct to Burbank from fucking Boston. Okay. Anytime you want to come, you just holler. You know what I mean? Word. But I want to start talking about Detroit, man. I don't know if you guys know what the fuck's going on in Detroit. First, I want to give a big... Uh, I want to give a big up to uh, to um, um, uh, the people in Detroit. Big up! Big up, Detroit! Big up, Detroit. Big up to Long Winter Sun! Big up, AMC, producing producing cable shows de depicting crooked cops! Big up! Big the fuck up! See, what's going on, what's going on in Detroit is that uh, there's a fucking... There's an explosion about to happen there. It. Uh, let me read you some of these fucking numbers, man. These numbers are out of control. Um, it's just it's unbelievable. Detroit uh, has like serious debt, no work, unemployment up the ass. I'm gonna post a picture of what look would look like a palace, not just like the Capitol building in Washington, a fucking palace like. Uh, in Vienna or something. In Vienna, thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, for two million dollars, this is how fucked up it is over there. Anyway, he, here's some of the numbers: fifteen billion dollars in total city obligations. Okay, nine point four million dollars in bonds and other debt. Though those two figures are what the fuck the city owes, right? Five point seven billion dollars in unfunded retiree health care. That means you motherfuckers better move to L.A., start smoking pot, so that you fucking get your cure fast. Because the fucking retiree health care is out the window. Minus one sixty-two million dollars in current net cash position. Okay, that means everybody's got to line up, open up their assholes, and fucking hope that somebody's gonna pay for a yeah. foop session. $15 million. $15 million amount city paid in workers' compensation claims each of the last two years. 78,000 is the number of vacant structures in the city. Okay? God. We'll get into that. 78,000. Just so you know, some of these neighborhoods, there's only like four or five houses in a city block. They don't get electricity because the electric company cannot afford to deliver electricity for just two houses or three houses wow. in that block. Okay? The rest of the houses in that block are fucking in ruin. Okay? 60,000 number of vacant parcels of land. I said that already. 18,500 number of retired city employees receiving medical benefits. Uh, and the average monthly drop in population from 1950 to 2010 is 1,575. Oh Those God. are people who are fucking going, I'm out. Exit stage left. Anyway, we may not have a lot of time, all the time in the world to cover this because this is heavy duty. But, uh, well, well, I mean, we, we all got a little schooled on the, the riots of 1942. Basically, so what, 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 what goes on in Detroit is it goes something, goes something like this. Um, you know, you have the blacks and the whites in the South. Uh, slaves are free. Whites hate the blacks. There's still segregation. You know, racism is fucking high and high and mighty. Um, poverty is in the South, right? Because fucking the cotton fields of who's going to operate them, blah, blah, blah. Detroit becomes the epicenter of manufacturing. Of course, most of us know the auto industry. There's so much fucking work there that they don't even know what to do. Blacks and whites, mostly from Appalachia, move up to Detroit to get work. 
right, to work in the manufacturing plants, the auto manufacturing plants. World War II starts to happen around 1941, right? The government says we're going to stop production of the auto industry and we're going to kind of uh, uh, redo the factories and we're going to make those uh, manufacturing plants that used to do cars and we're going to build fucking engine parts for fucking planes and we're going to do this and we're going to do that to support the war. So not only now was there a lot of work, now there's more fucking work. Mm. This causes a big problem because all these people, they go to Detroit. This is in the 40s, right? They go to Detroit and great, there's a lot of work. But where do these fucking people stay? There's not enough homes. Their infrastructure is not built up for them. So what happens is, long story short, whites and blacks have to live together. They have. They're forced to fucking be on top of one another in the assembly plants and all this other shit. Of course, racial tensions are going on. You know, no white person in their right mind wants to live anywhere near a black guy. You know what I mean? No white person in their right mind wants to work alongside a fucking black guy. You okay? should see my neighborhood. And no, no, no. no. I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, no, no, no fucking, no, no, no white person wants to fucking, you know, live uh, uh, and, and, and coexist with a nigger. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to happen. So, you know, the blacks are treated like shit, right? There's tension, of course. Uh, Eventually, you know, there's fighting, always fucking fighting between the whites and the blacks. And... Uh, next yeah, thing you we became, know, we became kind of a laughing stock to uh, to the Nazis. Well, yeah, you I know, mean, because yeah. we're uh, you know the the good ones running around telling everybody to love and peace and all correct. that, and and correct. you know everybody's equal, and we can't even keep our shit together. Correct, correct, here. correct. That's that's actual news. Hey, by the way, uh, if you guys want, you go to uh, this website, Detroit's-Great-Rebellion.com. I'll I'll repeat that, Detroit's. Uh, dash great dash rebellion dot com. They have all sorts of information about the riots in Detroit and all over America during this time period. Um, but yeah, uh, we became the laughing stock because we're fighting a war against Germany to, uh, you know, uh, prevent racism and, and fucking assault on human beings. And here we are, we're allowing this shit to happen. So actually, uh, Hitler used some of that stuff as propaganda oh, yeah. on their side, which is beautiful. It's awesome. Oh, fuck. I mean, we deserve it. I mean, come on. It's, it's oh, yeah. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. The fucking knuckleheads back at home, you know, we're out hide- fighting for, you know, yeah. for equality and everything. And then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the events that, that made the 42 riots, you know, actually happened, you know, there were a lot of them. Uh, you know, whites kind of picketed uh, Packard. The, the automobile company, oh, yeah. they walk off the fucking job and protest uh, to having to work with blacks. They fucking walk off. Of course, blacks, they're working. Uh, there's a lot of uh, socioeconomic... Uh, uh, oh, they, uh, they flip-flop because the way that Detroit was designed was so that uh, you have all the factories very close, but then you don't want people having to live very far away. Right. And you have a lot of community stores and stuff like that right. all together, right. right? So that you can have a good infrastructure of, of, of uh, trains and, right. and, 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 and subways, bus, all that stuff, right? So then, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, where are you going to put everybody? And now the whites don't want to live next to the blacks, you know, and, 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 and all of that. It's just, it's just a big cluster, Cluster yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. In that time, it just happened too fast. It, well, it happened too fast. But there was an event that happened that had to do with uh, building of a, a, a of, of a housing project 
and, yeah. and, and, and again, yeah, and then the government flip flops on that, you and, know, because pressures make, from society, right, you know, pressures for the blacks. Yeah, because they're going to go on strike or they, right, right. you know, the, the, you know, the whites like flip over cars and, blo- you know, and, right. and have a blockade. Well, it became the whites thought that the building project was the, that the, that yeah, the, the housing project was going to be for them. Yeah, then they Obviously. find out it's not, then the government flops. Right, on right, that, right, right. Obviously, because I mean, if you're white, you should automatically right. have that oh, on, that, on that, fucking principle, right? Right. And so it turns out that it, it wasn't is. for them. The fucking whites go fucking buck wild, okay? Stopping blacks in their cars, flipping the cars over. There's an island uh, 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 in Detroit um, that, uh, what the hell is it called? Anyway, there's an island in Detroit, uh, Belle Isle, Belle Isle, which is the largest city-owned island park in the country, okay? The largest city-owned island park in the country, encompasses a spacious 985 acres, okay? But it wasn't big enough to prevent two volatile groups from avenging past grievances. Anyway, what happens there is that blacks usually go there to sunbathe and chill out, and whites wind up going there because they knew that they had to get themselves some niggers because, you know, (laughs) there wasn't enough time, you know, there wasn't enough beatdowns going on. got to justify this. Yeah, yeah, so they go there, and they beat the fuck out, they start beating the fuck out of each other, and this thing escalates. And it goes on for fucking days. And the city doesn't know what to do with it. America doesn't know what to do with it. And 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 it's a hellhole. Uh, we're gonna go to 1967. The riots of 1967, uh, unlike uh, uh, 42, had to do predominantly with the fact that now a lot of that uh, uh, manufacturing had disappeared. Mm-hmm. Outsourced to other countries, a lot of automobile companies fucking uh, went under. So now you have all these people living there, right? A lot of people there, not enough work. No work. What does that create for black people? Hookers, alcoholism, drug dealers, drug dealing, yeah. cracking it up, right? Everything. So what happens is again, blacks become, uh, you know, easy targets, right? They go into the fucked up neighborhood and they, uh, and they, you know, they, they raid this uh, speakeasy, right? Any place that didn't have a license. They call them blind pigs. Exactly. Blind pigs. That's exactly what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, so they uh, raid this blind pig and one thing leads to another, a fucking mass of, of blacks uh, starts to form outside. They start throwing bottles. They expected 10 or 15 people. 10 or 15. There was like 80 or 90 people there celebrating two veterans of Vietnam that had just returned from Black war. veterans, right. Black veterans. Right. They were all celebrating. And when they, they tried to arrest everybody. Right. They put everybody in custody. Right. And that uh, caused the crowd to form outside. Right. And they weren't having it. Right. Not at all. They weren't having they it. They weren't. They because weren't that wasn't the first it. fucking time they'd done that shit. Yeah, of course. Blacks have been getting their balls busted by the fucking cops in Detroit from fucking at, from I Jump Street. I can relate to that. You know what I mean? I can uh, relate to that. Yeah, but in your case, white cops are fucking busting your chest. Yeah, child. well, let's get them a disgrace to the white race. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're a white motherfucker. You're supposed to have a college education. You chose this. Fuck is wrong with you? We trained you to be supreme. I'm sorry. So, so anyway, that shit happens. One thing leads to another. There's like fucking twenty thousand motherfuckers outside, and again, this thing escalates to like crazy shit. You know. Uh, they start uh, looting like crazy. That's looting, what, looting. Burning buildings, just, you know, get, yep. getting out of hand. And and the, at first the cops didn't do anything because they were just sitting there watching them do it because there weren't enough cops. This started all on a Sunday and there wasn't enough police on duty to, like, fight this. Right. Yeah. 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 Craziness, craziness. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, 
So all this crazy shit happens, and it goes on for like five days. Five days. Yeah. Five fucking days. Yeah. Five, five days. days. This is like the World Series of fucking riots right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Budweiser, get your beer here. Popcorn, peanuts, cracker jacks, motherfuckers. We're having <laughs> we're having the World Series of fucking riots. Cobas, the this, national champions. Yo, these <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't playing. They don't give a fuck. Fuck. These black these black folks have had it. Yeah, you understand? They had it. They, was, they, they was fucking Dude, when you had start it. Busting your own shit because you're unhappy. It's like if you've really shown everybody, you just really don't give a shit about any. You've lost, lost your will to live. I'm just, I'm so fucking lost. I'm just gonna break my own shit. You know? Yeah. It's it's fucking it, man. It's the it's, frustration it's, level was at oversaturation. Yeah. Yeah. They just couldn't yeah. ha- handle it anymore. We got a caller. Anybody could. Hi, caller. Hey. Hey, welcome to Nestoria's Public Radio. Thank you. Are you calling live from Detroit? I can see your caller ID. <laughs> I'm calling live from Detroit, yes. How I is it in Detroit ID. today? Is it nice or was it uh, shitty out there? Today was a pretty rough, cold, rainy day. Yeah. But it's it's good to hear you talking about Detroit. Yeah, no, we're going to be talking about Detroit for a while. Yeah. I've been working here for a couple weeks. Yeah. And... I think it's it's an amazing place. The people here are amazing. Like, all the people are amazing, but they're strong. And I think it's great that you're talking about Detroit because, you know, right, the way it looks here, honestly, it, I've been to New Orleans. I don't know if anyone went to New Orleans. Any of you guys went to New Orleans? I was in New Orleans, yeah. yeah. But New Orleans, in Detroit, it looks like New Orleans, but without any hurricanes. And it's astonishing to, like, witness the houses where roof caves in and just the abandonment that's happened here and the destruction. And it's all man against man. Right. And it's right. really, really sad. But yeah. The people that are here hold mm-hmm. strong and, mm-hmm. they, and they love being here and they're just holding out in the culture here and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I mean, basically, the government has turned its back on the fucking people of Detroit. Everyone's turned their back on Detroit. It's almost as if, fuck it, they're not building any more cars there. Fuck them. We, we, you know, it's not yeah. important. We don't really need to worry about Detroit. Yeah, their resolve is to uproot people from, you know, areas that aren't uh, that, uh, you know, uh, lived in and just seriously put a fence around subdivisions. Right, like it's just so yeah, people they're can't go to, back they're in. Trying to pay people to move them and get them all to live in the area. Yeah, instead of instead of somehow cultivate that area, why don't they why don't they start growing pot in Detroit? There you go. Seriously, that's there a pretty big go. industry, right? Save the world. Fucking save Detroit. Detroit. Smoke a fucking bowl. Actually, they do have a medical marijuana yeah, law. They, they, well, they, they should have in more. Detroit, man. That's, that's a, the intention. Is so. To, oh, there you go. They, they, there are there's a whole movement of people that want to save Michigan, the whole state. By becoming a grow state, the first legal that's state what we've been talking to about. grow marijuana. Yeah, but that's not the solution, I don't think. That that could oh, be some of the solution. It's a billion-dollar crop. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Lots of jobs. All right, so go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's better than fencing it off. Could be part of the solution if the government here wasn't corrupt and if you could make sure that the money was made and would go to the people or was allocated to the right peop- right places. Right, because because one of the mayors uh, uh, recently, what was it like, uh, Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick? Kwame I believe big pockets. Yeah, what wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he a, 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 a previous? Wasn't he a basketball player or some shit? The dude was like fucking eight feet something. 
I'm serious. What are we thinking? His name's Kwame? Kwame, yeah. Kwame Malik Kilpatrick. Kwame Malik Kilpatrick. Is that Irish? He's a black dude, so he must have been inseminated with Irish. He's a brother Seamus. Is he from Massachusetts? So we'll talk about the caller. But anyway, you know, before we start talking about the mayor who was a... Before I go, I just want to say thank you for big upping Low Winter Sun because it's a show that's shot here. We need more film production here. And the fact that it's shot here and all the images and people that can't make it to Detroit are going to get to see what Detroit really looks like, the real Detroit on this show coming on AMC in August. I just want to AMC in August. Okay. Hey, 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 are there are there any uh, special things that we should know about Detroit other than the people uh, are steadfast and keeping their spirits up or... Like, are there any, like, like, is there a good place that gets a specific type of food that's uh, indigenous to that region or, you know? Oh, I don't know. Is there like a, like a dirty, I'll like a dirty out. shoe soup or something like that? Like, you know, it's got to be something in the, like, used underwear souffle, something that's yeah, like. Like tire donuts. You know what I mean? Something. I mean, we got the chowder. I mean, something's got to have come out of that. You know what I mean? Some Nuts culinary fucking thing. Nothing. I'll find out, and I'll give you give you the information next week. I'll call in again. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> Nuts and bolts. No, let me ask you this. There's a, there's a mountain of sludge that I read. I read about, I read about this. On top oh, of yeah, all this man. shit, by the way, there's a fucking black mound of Canadian oil waste Big that's rising Canada. over fucking Detroit. These cocksuckers. They got a mountain bigger than fucking uh, Long John Silver's penis and as thick as fucking <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's thigh. Fucking a, a black shit floating on the fucking river. This is a petroleum coke. Coming from Canada. From yeah. Canada. Yeah. Canadians, eh? Across the These cocksuckers. It's coming your yeah, way. It's a byproduct of, uh, of, of uh, dealing with this uh, that sandy fucking, you know, the, the sandy Canada oil. Right, right. The sands oil. Yeah. By, by the way, this is this is uh, this is uh, near Assumption Park. Have you been there to Assumption Park near uh, near the Detroit River? I believe. No, I haven't been. Well, there. you should check I it out because that's where it is. Assumption Park gives residents of this city lovely views of the Ambassador Bridge and the Detroit skyline. Lately, they've been treated to another site, a three-story pile of petroleum coke covering an entire city block on the other side of the Detroit River. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a special gift. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Big up Canada, you fucking white motherfuckers! Big the fuck up a fucking shit up all the time for coming into our country and thinking you could come in and out without a fucking passport, you cocksuckers! Big up! Thanks for the trailer park, boys. <laughs> fucking Canadians. Not for nothing, not for nothing. I've been to Canada about five or six times. You know, Rick I love the shit. Canadian people, but fuck the Canadian government. Hey. They're a bunch of douchebags. They're a yes. fucking bunch of douchebags. I swear to God. Anyway, she left. Don't worry, I'm never going to Canada. They won't let me in. Call her. You left? Was I cursing too much? <laughs> oh, she left. She left. Ah, oh, fuck. It'll be all right. All right. Well, anyway, you know what? We're gonna keep talking about this Detroit shit only because I was gonna do I was gonna do uh, the interview of Crash John Crash Matos, but uh, we're running out of time, and I don't I don't want to rush the interview because it, you know he's he's uh that's my boy and he definitely deserves a, a you know a fair uh, amount of time. I don't want to rush the whole. He's thing. relevant. Oh, that's he's totally it. relevant. He's totally that's relevant. It. That's it. Yo, yo, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, is my cousin on the air? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I got him right over here. Okay, okay, here we go. Yeah, I, I recently found out my cousin was on YouTube. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Marisa, Marisa Rodriguez. <laughs> you got the? Oh wait, hold on. Hold you on. got her? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Should I just start talking and dancing and shit? Oh, Marisa. My fucking cousin. I'm a transsexual from the Lower East Side. I'm a third sexy person. Which means I'm a woman living inside what used to be a man's body. That's God's mistake. That's not my fault. That's Jesus Christ messed up. He made a mistake. But I need science to fix that shit. I'm looking to find me a white nigga who has a lot of money, who's willing to pay for my tits, and who's not going to be judgmental about my feet. All right, because my feet, I'm a little self-conscious about my feet. Are you that white nigga? <laughs> shit, you look like a classy white nigga. Where you from? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can have a seat on the stool, Maurice. Yeah, but where you from, though? That's it. Westchester. You from Westchester? Holy shit. That's it. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. That's it. You classy? You don't hang out with any gorillas, do you? I'm sick of these motherfucking gorillas. That's it. That's it, gorillas. That's it. No more gorillas. That's my cousin, Maurice Rodriguez. I didn't even know. You could She sounds like a lovely girl. Yeah, she's a trip, man. Yo, you catch her up. You catch her up on YouTube, man. It's unbelievable. A couple drinks and she's my kind of woman. Yo, I, yo, <laughs> yo she's crazy, man. She's crazy. She's a... Uh, well, Maurice is his name, but he used to play basketball. This motherfucker played professional basketball. All right. Decided to get a fucking, you know... She knows how to hit that hoop. She's pre-op, so she needs money for her she's tits. She's pre-op. Man, she needs money for her tits. Of course but, she is. Yo, she'll take any motherfucker out there in the court. <laughs> in the court of basketball. Anyway... Back to Detroit, I just want to say I was going to play a uh, 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 the interview with John Crash Matos, but eh, we, we have a, you know maybe 10 minutes left of the show, something like that, and I don't want to rush it. Well, I want to finish up the dialogue here uh, with Detroit, uh, but in the meantime... This is John Crash Matos, and you are listening to Nestorious Public Radio. That's right. That's my boy, John. You're going to check him out. Next week, we'll do that. In the meantime, if you're listening, go to Crash.com or check out, just Google uh, John Crash Matos. The dude is nasty, man. Unbelievable uh, street artist, graffiti artist. We're going we, we're gonna to do uh, 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 part one next week. Uh, uh, hi, caller. Yo, this motherfucking Ice-T. What's happening, man? Hey, yo, what's up, baby? How you doing? You know, I just want to say to my peeps out there in Detroit, Detroit, it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That's Motown right there. Yeah, well, yeah, no fucking, no, no doubt. Beat the fuck up, Detroit! Your hey, black hey, infested hey. fucking superpower city! Hey, Big up, Detroit! Big up, Ice Team, man! Thanks for, yo, what's up, Ice? Yo, I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm out here in Las Vegas with my girl. Coco, you know, she got a show every night. Yeah. So I'm taking a little taking a little hiatus from the NBC biz, you know what I mean? Yeah, did uh, uh, Law & Order SVU rapped, right? I mean, the last show was right. uh, was recorded right. like a couple weeks ago, right? I, I'm sitting poolside right now with Richard Belzer, you know what I'm saying? Me and the Bells, we kicking it, because Bells is hip-hop. I don't know if y'all know that. But no, no, I do know that. I do know that. I know, I know Bells. Bells yeah. be kicking this shit live since 85. He does. He does the best impression of Mick Jagger. It's like a rootstone acid. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I just hey. want to say, yo, to my boy, big ups to yo. Nestorious Radio, Public Radio. Y'all the best over there. Yeah, yeah, body yeah. Coming back with, body count's coming back hard. This word, word. Yo, thanks for calling in, Ice. You got it. Big up, Ice-T. Big the Ice. fuck up.
the fucking team. Yo, I actually uh, interviewed him uh, uh, last year, right before his uh, film came out, uh, Something From Nothing, The Art of Rap. I'll probably play that interview, or I'll upload it so that y'all can listen to it uh, in full. Uh, it's about an hour long. Uh, actually, it's about, yeah, it's about fucking Ice Game, about 40 minutes. Yeah, he wasn't playing. He ain't playing. He was like, hey, yo, homie, keep it moving. Love is love, big pimping. He was shooting a fucking video outside, and he was like, hey, yo, homie. <laughs> anyway. So, Ice is the bomb, dude. I love Ice T. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. But I love Coco more. A I, I was, Coco's a trip, dude. <laughs> Coco's a fucking trip. It's I, unbelievable. Were you nervous when you were around her? Because I was very nervous. She to was, be honest with you, when I was on set of Law and Order SVU, um, I saw her kind of moving back and forth from his dressing room. She they have they they bring their little dogs and shit. Yeah. And so I really didn't interact with her. I pretty much interacted with him. And you know the dudes the dude's amazing. He you is. Know? He's an really amazing nice person guy. and extremely real. I mean, just real, like, real, down to earth. No, no, no airs. I'll never forget this one time I was at the Coconut Teaser when Body Count was playing there, and his son, Little Ice, was probably like ten, mm -hmm. had a necklace and diamonds that said Ice that was worth more than everything I've ever owned, and uh, <laughs> and Ice goes, "Yo, I'm gonna step outside for a little bit. I want, I want you to watch my son hang out." Yeah. I got to watch Ice-T's son. At that time, I was just, a, you know, a stupid musician, but oh, like, I, was, I, I was scared nonetheless. As I'm opposed like, to what are you now? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, check it. Stupid check comic. It. When, I, when I, uh, I had met him uh, on the set, and then, did I meet him yet or not? No, he, his back was to me. You know, and remember back in the day, he had his hair pulled back in a ponytail. Now right. he's got almost no hair. Right. Right. And he's a light skinned brother. He is like indeed. light skin. Like, yes. I think, Jeffrey, you're darker than him. I am. I'm, so so I walk and behind him and I go. That. Me and I see we hang out and talk about that by the <laughs> pool with bells. The bells. I walk up to him from behind and I go, damn, motherfucker looks white from behind. He goes, that's right. I got that white money, too. This is one of the funniest things he said on stage once. He goes, he goes, you know, motherfuckers, they try to give me shit for playing a cop on TV. They say I sold out. Look, I'm an actor. I'll play whatever part they give me. I'll play a chair, motherfucker. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, yes, I play a cop on TV. They pay me a hundred thousand dollars an episode. And then at the end of that week when I cash my check, I say, fuck the police. <laughs> Yeah. 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 He's okay. yeah. Now he's a trip. He's a yeah. trip. He's a fucking trip. Anyway, look, man. So, so you know, we can talk about Detroit for fucking hours, man, because there's yeah. some fucked up shit that's going on in there, and and it's just like hand over fist, you know, going back to that black mound of Canadian oil waste. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, man, I, I, this is going to happen in in so many more pockets of the United States as 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 things go. You know, as, as as manufacturing goes to other world countries, you know, for hey, pennies of the day, you know, it's just. No, it's, you, you know, Jeffrey, you were talking about. bring you, it around. You man. were talking about hemp and, and, yep. and, and growing stuff in there. See, there's one solution, and that's part of it, what you just said, yeah. which is basically bringing the means to make a living 
back to Detroit. Exactly. Because if you look at the history, I just told like you. Michael in the, said jobs. In the yeah. 30s, yeah. that's what brought all the people to Detroit, mm-hmm. the oh, manufacturing yeah. industry. So bring fucking jobs back to Detroit. How can we do that? By marijuana fucking yeah. crops? It's, that's one thing. It's already medical there. So Bro, I'm saying that's one thing. Mm-hmm. The fucking U.S. government has the power to fucking give tax amnesty for fucking right. five years to major corporations. Why the fuck does Apple got to make their products in another fucking country? Yeah. Why don't they give them a fucking five-year tax amnesty? M- m- make that make make the manufacturing in Detroit. Hire people, put more fucking money, stimulate the economy, yeah. and prevent this shit from blowing up. Because it's going to happen, man. There's only so much people can take right. before they fucking go buck wild. I, I've been told that about the about the facades in uh in um, Detroit, which is really sad. They have to put facades up in front of the buildings to make it look like there's people in the buildings right. and, and there's something going on because behind it is just a dilapidated building. Right, right, right. You know? Well, that's a Tough job fun. we could have. We could be facade players. Facade yeah. players. Just walk up in the windows and make believe <laughs> like we're fucking, we're, we're smoking. Ex- extras in a, in a ghost Extras town. in a real town. <laughs> you know what they could do with Detroit? And this isn't even, like they could actually have a post-apocalyptic amusement park and just turn the entire Detroit into like, you know, a zombie village. You know what I mean? People would go there. <laughs> like just, Post-apocalyptic is the new Western so people are into it, man. I want, I want to ride the crackhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. Ride the have you, crackhead. Hey, have you been on the whore yet? <laughs> hey yo, so so I am gonna read a couple of short snippets and then we're gonna wind this shit down. Uh y'all know Malcolm X's grandson was killed. You remember um um uh what's his fucking name? Um uh, remember the kid, Malcolm X's grandson? Uh, he was the daughter of uh, Kabila. Kabila was arrested for allegedly conspiring to kill Louis Farrakhan, right? You, you remember this in the 80s? Anyway, the dude's name is Malcolm. Malcolm I did, I did a lot of cocaine in the No, 80s. the dude's the, the grandson's name is Malcolm Shabazz, 28 years old, right? So he and a Mexican labor activist were drinking at the Palace Club in Mexico City until 3 a.m. when they questioned a $1,200 bill, a bar tab. Shabazz, the son of Malcolm X's second daughter, Kabila, had a troubled past. After Kabila was arrested for allegedly conspiring to kill Louis Farrakhan, Shabazz went to live with his grandmother, Betty Shabazz, who happened to be Malcolm's late wife. At age 12, he was sent to juvenile detention for starting a house fire that killed her. You don't remember this shit? This yeah, wasn't. Remember. Yes. You remember this? Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, kid. Send, sending the kid to a juvenile detention center, obviously the kid's got mental issues, right? Why not treat him to, to, to you know, psyche? I mean, think about That's the, not what they do. They, no, of know, course not. They put they the throw fucking. In, they throw him into the Thunderdome, and those right. kids learn to become real criminals from right, that point. Ex- exactly. And, 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 you know, my man's in fucking Mexico City, you know, drinking with a fucking Mexican activist, man, and he's questioning a $1,200 bill. I smell bullets coming. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking ridiculous. All right. So we got tons of shit to talk about. Not enough time. Um, I, w- I want to end this with a, with a, with a little uh, essay. Uh, I get my shit from the week. It's a news magazine. But this is all about crazy and all kinds of shit that people... Everyone's crazy now. Uh, but there's a book that comes out, um, um, I think, every 10 years or so, 19 years. It's called The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Right? So it's a, yeah, it's sponsored by the American Pharmaceutical Corporations of America. So, so in honor of this book coming out, uh, William Falk, uh, Google him, writes this essay. 
We are all to some extent crazy. If you come to know any human being well enough, you eventually gain access to the basement where the traumas and wounds and deprivations are stored. Rummage in there for a while and you begin to understand the neuroses and fixations that shape his or her personality. The successful, reasonably happy people I've known are nuts in a way that works for them. Those who struggle and suffer fail to turn their preoccupations to some meaningful use. Next week, the American Psychiatric Association releases the latest version of its Bible of Mental Illnesses, the DSM-5, which catalogs about 300 categories of crazy. Critics of all kinds have lined up to assail this dictionary of disorders as subjective and lacking in scientific validity. Assembled primarily to justify the prescribing of pills of dubious value, about 50% of the population, the APA admits, will have one of its listed disorders at some point in their lives. Shy, like Emily Dickinson, you have avoidant personality disorder. Obsessed with abstractions and numbers, you have autistic spectrum disorder, like Isaac Newton. Uh, suffer from narcissistic personality disorder with some hypersexuality thrown in? You must be a politician. Hey, stop talking about my dick. <laughs> to be skeptical <laughs> of these neat categories isn't to deny the minds of broken, stuck, or lost and need help finding their way out of misery, but psychotherapy remains an art, not a science. There is no bright line between nuts and not. If you're an old lady who lives amidst piles of newspapers and personal treasures, you have hoarding disorder. If you're a CEO who exploits sweatshop labor to pile up countless billions, you're in the cover of Forbes. Okay? William, William Falk. Check it out. Anyway, you've been listening to Nestorious Public Radio. Check us out at NestoriousPublicRadio.com. Check us out on Facebook forward slash NestoriousPublicRadio.com. Check me out at Facebook, Nestorious. Check out 420 Comic. I'll be at Hemcon, motherfuckers. KOP. And I'll be there, too. Rich. Thanks for listening, everybody. Leave me the fuck alone, LAPD. <laughs> That's Dagwood. That's Dagwood. That's motherfucking Dagwood right there. All right. All right. So that's it, man. Thanks for tuning in. Big up. Talking shit, so y'all gotta like, you know, encourage me to hold my lawn. Ow. I ain't doing nothing but talking shit, so y'all gotta.